First of all, I want to take this opportunity to extend condolences to Asher on the loss of your father, Olav Shalom. What was his name? Eliyahu ben Baruch Abraham. Eliyahu ben Baruch Abraham. Ben Porcha. Ben Porcha. Abraham. So the Neshama should have an Aliyah. We extend our condolences. We didn't have a chance to descend the Shiva in Eretz Israel. I'm sorry that Nisloshim and should be a Nechum Nechum Makom Yenachem Etchem. Also, we have uh, today the yard site of uh, Mr. Redlock's father, Zain Obgishet, it's uh, uh, Ruvain Ben Shlomo, and uh, it almost feels like when you got two Adars, Adar Sheni, and um, your um, parent, when the day of passing was on the uh, regular Adar, so then... The way we do it to fulfill all opinions and cover all grounds, we do Yorzai twice. We do it first in the first Adar, and then we do it again in the second Adar. Of course, if it's only one Adar, so there's only one Adar. It doesn't make a difference, so you do it only once. If the, the year of passing was on one of the Adars, and so then, and then when you're saying Yorzai, that'll be in that Adar of the passing. But if the day of passing, when he actually passed that year, was only one Ador, and then in the year that you're saying Kaddish, it's the two Adors, so you do it in both, just to be sure, on both sides. So it almost feels like, you know, it's other Shani, it almost feels like Pesach Shani. So you say that um, if you missed out or you didn't do something, so you get another chance sort of to sort of uh, make up for it and do it better. So it feels like with a Yorzeit, I mean, same my dad of Shalom, they passed away actually a couple of weeks apart also, and that year was one other. It feels like you get another chance sort of to remember them and to sort of make up and to tie it in uh, with today's portion of the Chumash. Uh, this was actually a whole discussion over there. We know that it was a very, today's portion discusses a very great moment, a very exciting moment in the history of the Jewish people and in their journeys in the desert, because the portion talks about when they finally erected the uh, tabernacle, they erected the Mishkan in the desert. Uh, so the first seven days they were training, Moshe Rabbeinu served as the Kohen, and they would take it apart every day, and there was no divine presence in the Mishkan. It only took place by Yom HaShmini on the eighth day, so it was a really, really exciting day. But then in this, today's portion, tomorrow's, there was a whole problem that took place because there was a very sad and a very unfortunate situation that happened because, you know, Aaron had four sons. He had four sons. And the, uh, the two of his sons, the actual, the older ones, Nodov and Avihu, the two older sons, died on that same day. On that, that same day in which... It was Rosh Chodesh Nisan, and it was such an excitement, and it was such a high, they passed away and they died on that day. So there was a whole discussion by the people over there, Moshe Rabbeinu and the Aaron, uh, whether they are permitted to eat some of the holy that were brought, because in addition to being the eighth day, it was also Rosh Chodesh. Rosh Chodesh has its own uh, sacrifices that they bring. In addition to that... Um, um, it, it, and of course, it was the uh, uh, it was the Shemini uh, Lamiluim. It was the eighth day. In addition to that, all the Nesim, all the leaders, God has told them, brought each one brought 
once a day. So it was Nachshon ben Aminodov for the tribe of, of Yehuda. He brought his sacrifices there too. And there was a debate and there was a question, are they permitted? Because usually a person who's in mourning is not allowed to eat. The Koyan is not allowed to eat. While he's an Oynan, he's not allowed to eat the holy food. It's like just like you have to be purity. You also have to be purity of heart. You can't be sad and upset and eat the Kodesh or whatever the reason is, but the law is that you can't eat it. So there was a debate over there, um, which Moshe Rabbeinu seems like thought that just like God told them to eat the Shemini Korban, that they could, it's an exception, it was a Hira, the same thing should apply to the other uh, sacrifices, and uh, Aaron thought otherwise, and they didn't eat it, and Moshe Rabbeinu got upset. We also learn, uh, you say that when you get upset, you make a mistake, okay, when you get angry, and you don't, so then you come to a mistake, this is one of the places that Rashi brings down, that Moshe Rabbeinu sort of got very upset with the way Aaron did it, it was, it was for religious leads that got upset, but the point over here that I say is that you see that sometimes when a person is in mourning, when a person has, God forbid, a loss. Um, so even though uh, we say that um, at that particular time, it's very hard to person to focus and to concentrate uh, on, the, uh, on the Kodesh, you know, to consume the holy uh, things uh, and the holy food, which requires special, um, special attention, but yet, um, we see that God says that instruction of the time is that you must overcome all those, um, all those difficulties and you still must connect and even in, the, even in those days. So I think that uh, at a yard site a loss of a father or a relative is always a very difficult time in a person's life. And it doesn't matter how old you are yourself, you may have your own family and you may have uh, grown up, but still there's a special relationship and a special connection between every child with their parent and a son with a father especially. So it's not an easy time. So it's both, it's a yard site for uh, Mr. Redlich, for his father and Olav uh, Um It's already, um, I believe, the 13th yard site. Yeah, it's coming to the 13th yard site. Uh, more, was that Samach, yeah, Samach Beis, I think it was Samach Beis, so it's, yeah, it's 13 years already since the Yorzeit, or it's a fresh Yorzeit, fresh year uh, for Asher. So the Ebesheh should help that it should not distract us, and the contrary, we see we have to become closer to Kodesh, to Daven, to go to me, and that's why it's important that you come to a shul to Daven, because when a person is lacking and is no longer in this world, we gather people together, we say Kaddish, we praise Hashem, and that way, we're sort of filling in the void. That way, we are making whole that that is which is broken in our hearts to be able to uh, find comfort, to be able to find solace, to be able to sort of overcome these uh, difficulties. So, for a short period, you don't learn Torah, Shiva, things, but then you get right back into it, and you uh, connect, and you bring blessings uh, for yourself and. Uh, Parents usually, hopefully, take care of their children. Uh, but when they die, the children got to take care of their parents. So when you say Kaddish, that's a way of saying caring parents. So when you remember them at a yard site, that's, you're doing something for them, which they can't do themselves, and you can help them. So that's a very important payment or sort of repayment or 
Hakaras Hatoyv, showing recognition for uh, for what they've done for you during their lifetime. Okay, we'll have Marv now, Mr. Redlich. And I also want to remind everybody that tomorrow we have a baby naming over here, life cycle. So, Baruch uh, Hashem, you know, from, you know, keep on going, hopefully only some of us.